you may have to ask God again because maybe they don't need the two of you fully like that yet. So I found I looked like I was forcing myself on that. So God said, look outside. More are perishing outside than those inside. So inside they have Pastor Sam and all these other young pastors we are ready to go. And they're mm. trying to find space for Mike. When outside the church, no, look at it. For me, that is how it came to me. That's right. Uh, I don't know whether my calling, well, as at that time, I didn't think I was an evangelist or a prophet. I didn't think what I just used to tell myself, ministry of helps. That's the safest one because intercession, intercession, prayer is under helps. Singer, choir, worshiper is under ministry of helps. I didn't look for which fivefold ministry I am. My husband used to say, You're a pastor. But I didn't look for which fivefold ministry I am. I just know that let's serve and let's do the work. Do you get it? So that's how yeah. my ministry started and continued to flourish. Yeah. As the yeah. ministry outside to the women in the brothels and women who are saved, not saved, non star women and star women. Because when I started having a ministry in those restaurants, a few daystar women came for the first one and they went back to tell themselves, like, eh? Hey, you didn't come. You missed fire. <laughs> it was not deliberate. I just found that I had more liberty and yeah. anointing to preach when I'm outside our church. No, it is not. Even fast forward to when I started getting invited to speak and speak at places. Mm. Some of our women were going. I remember there was one. We went for one. And when we got back, I dropped them off at the church. I don't know. Was it church or meeting place? And one of them said, ah, what did we do to offend you? <laughs> This was even still a few years after we started this. Time. I said, what do you, I didn't know what she was saying. What did we do? I said, what? She said, what I saw? No, no, you are not the same. Ah, I now smiled and I saw that. Oh, so one of the other women looked at her and said, oh, this was your first time. Have you had JJC? <laughs> That's how she does though. Hey, when you want to know what's up, follow her for administration. <laughs> she lets loose like. And I just smiled. I'm like, ah, ah. I remember that day. I was now letting her stew in her pain. I'm like, okay. And I said, have you didn't do anything? She said, no, we must have offended you. I said, ah, no. Then I decided to be cheeky. And I said, okay. Eh, eh. is your pastor. You want to hear? <laughs> I thought I said, when I come up on a Sunday or on a Wednesday, because we don't announce ahead, like, oh, this Sunday, Pastor Nickel will be speaking, or Pastor Shengun, or Pastor, you know, yeah. it's wherever yeah. you see. Yes, we say the word works wonders at this. So, so I said, okay, on a Wednesday, when you just see me, mm, on a Sunday, and you're expecting it will be Pastor, sir. Your face will first change. I think, ah, huh? She said, no. <laughs> I pulled her leg. I said, you put your face will first change, like, ah. <laughs> when you say bow your head to pray, when you open your eyes and this person, you're like, oh God. <laughs> I made her feel so guilty that day and I was enjoying myself. I said, no. I said, I said, okay, you know what? Actually, I don't know. It looks like a mystery. Yeah. I don't know. We have to unravel this thing. So I was not saying, okay, maybe it's because you still these ministries, when they invite me, usually women's ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, they've made flyers, they've prayed, even if I've not prepared, they have prayed me up. They have prayed that whoever we stand on this altar should be ministers and all. So I just get there and I'm just gliding. You mm. see, and I'm preaching. I said you give a word of knowledge, and you give us, I don't know. They mm. wanted me. Yes. They wanted me. They had no doubt about who was coming. They even on the way. Eh, we're still waiting. And you, eh, they, you know, they wanted me. I was that poor. Mm. Yeah. But in this time, I know you want me. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 
So I've been mean, rolling like that. I love my women. I love my women. I've been mean, rolling like that ever since. But I didn't know that God was calling me to outside, not just be. Of course, yeah. I love on our women. I love on I'm the mother of the church and I'm I love that position. I've come to terms with it. Yeah. Um, but outside still beckons. Yeah. Even yeah. now more so than ever before in COVID times, Zoom, mm. Facebook. Yeah. Um, YouTube, Instagram. I mean, look at it. Yeah. Look at it. We we we're speaking to the world. Yes. Anybody will stumble on this even after you you leave it there. You don't take yeah. it down. Someone can stumble on it five years time tomorrow right. or whatever and say, oh my God. They don't have to know you or know me, but they will stumble on it on YouTube and say, who is this? Mm, yeah. Let me listen. And it may just heal them. So it's yeah. without walls. It's without borders. As the waters cover the sea, so the knowledge of God's word will go forth into the earth. So for me, we're in the end times, but we're also in exciting times because we are not boxed in. We're not caged by brick and mortar. We're not, you know, if I want to go into a church building and preach, fine, I have my mask on and everything. And if I just want to stay on the internet and just preach to whoever, share, 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 call your friends, call your enemies. Call, you know, so for me, it's, I just think it's cool. And I just yeah. think it's, I think it's uh, no ceiling. I think for women who are pastors, wives and those who are not pastors, wives, you're a woman, you're, there's no excuse to say, hey, nobody gave me a microphone. Nobody, you have your Instagram page. Whatever you are selling, if it's clothes, if it's whatever, sell it, preach it, do what nobody is sitting on your head because nobody will tell you not to have a social media account. No. That's I don't think any husband will tell, you know, because the people in terms of saying, my husband said I should not work. Sometimes questions come like that. Say I should not work to stay with the children and I want to work. What do you think, Mark? You know, all of those things. We always want to tell you not to have a social media account. Mm. We tell you not to have a phone and on your phone is your social media account. On your phone, you have your Bible, you read. I mean, so for me, nobody is holding anybody back yeah, from feeling their purpose from sharing what put in their heart. Some women is wellness. It's telling us the fruits and the diet, the things that we should eat. Go forth with it and preach it. Because yeah. if our bodies are not strong, <laughs> what else? What, what, even Jesus said, the body you have prepared me. He needed a physical body mm. to, to, to do the work on earth, right? Yes, certainly. So, exactly. So, we need those who have tell us what to eat so that we stay alive, especially in COVID times, you know? Yeah. So um, that moment that's just a way to roll and be happy and um, fulfill your ministry. It's, it's a journey and I'm still on the journey. So let nobody say, oh, Pastor Olive, I know what you're all about. No, they don't mm. know. They know what you are now and what you're doing because they don't know what you're going to evolve into next. That's right. And nobody should stop or cage anybody because... It's yeah. each person that knows what God is telling them or what they're sensing there to do next. Yeah. You know, so. Awesome. Awesome. There's so much to learn from Thank that. <laughs> <laughs> it's multi-dimensional, oh <laughs> multi-directional, multifaceted. That is so Thank beautiful. God. Thank you so much. I mean, with the pandemic and everything, what's happening is that the walls of the church has faded. You know, it's as if it's, those walls have collapsed and then we are online now and it, we, the church has gone global as God had intended it to be. And we thank God for the variety of well, ministry gifts and talents and skills that are being used in diverse ways to reach the world out there, you know, and have a huge harvest yeah. of souls. Thank you so much. Yeah. That, that is so phenomenal that is so wonderful what you said you know for pastors wives to realize that uh, ministry is not 
only about the pulpits. You know, my husband always says that, look, ministry, pulpits is just a fragment <laughs> of ministry. You know, you see Jesus' ministry was always to the people. He always went to the people, always went to the world. He always went to the unconventional places. That's why the Pharisees, mm -hmm. religious folks of those days, had a problem yeah. with his way. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fit into the picture of their way of ministry. You know, yeah. um, I always look at yeah. this pandemic. God has just, we, we in the UK now with the lockdown, we only have like two places to go to legally. Either we go to the groceries to buy, I mean, the grocery shop to buy groceries, or we go to a place of worship. Those are the places we can go to. Right Not now. Like, God has just brought us down back to basics that is only two things you need to leave the food. <laughs> And the word of God. And the word of God. <laughs> wow, wow, so true. <laughs> so true. You know, so those are the only things that we need to be able to do now. It's fantastic. You know, it, yeah. it is um it is um inspiring to let to for women to know that look, you don't need to stand in front of other people to give to feel fulfilled. You can be yes. fulfilled in doing what God has graced you. To do that skill to that you're down at, if if you give it to God, He will breathe upon it, He'll multiply it, and you will find fulfillment and fulfilled destiny. Thank you so yes. much, first. Thank you. I have a few questions, but there's one question that I must ask before we <laughs> close tonight. Please, hmm. please, please. Hmm. Um, hmm. it's it's the, the body of Christ because I know you have part of your ministry is healing ministry you know there's a question here about the body of christ is in need of healing at various levels you know and there are too many wounded and hurting christians what counsel can you give to chosen but hurting people you know you discover that people are hurt over years sometimes it is either maybe a parent or an uncle or a teacher or a classmate that has hurt them and for like 25 years there's still nothing that hurt and anything that reminds them of that hurt becomes a victim you know and it's it's as if they've closed up and the enemy is using against them and not allowing them to be released into that which god would have them be or do so what counsel can you give in this category yeah. Yeah, thank you. I think, first of all, um, each person that is going through a hurt, past hurt, needs to come clean with themselves and God and just open up and say, Lord, I'm hurting and it's this, this and this. Don't be in denial about it. Um, expose it because when you want a wound treated and you go to the doctor, you have to expose it. They've got to clean it up. They've got to see it. Okay, and um, really go into it mm. before it begins to heal. So I believe that you have to be um, real and honest about it, about the hurt, and um, let the Holy Spirit help you to mm. breathe upon it. Ask mm. for grace, for forgiveness where you need to forgive. Mm. Um, pray. If you have a prayer partner and you want to share it with her, share it with her. If she's a trusted person in her prayer along with you, I would say confess your faults one to another that you might be healed. Um, some have even, um, you can talk to a Christian therapist. It is allowed. Therapy is okay. Let's mm -hmm. not look. Um, prayer, mm -hmm. therapy, Mm. Um, because prayer will work, but prayer will work. Therapy also will work. 
And you might want to be choosy and say, okay, I'm going to a Christian therapist. And there are therapists all over the people who have studied trauma. Some mm. people went to study trauma, to study their psychologist, and some have even zeroed in on trauma because they're different. It's just like in the medical field, they're doctors. So they're GPs, general practitioners, right? Mm. And they can treat general things. But there are those who have gone further to say, I want to be an OBGYN or obstetrician and gynecologist to study women's reproductive organs, help them have babies, deal with fibroids, even things that have to do with all that system. Some have gone to be opticians. I want to deal with the eyes only. Some are dentists, the teeth only, the teeth specialization. Mm. So as psychologists too, therapists, they have specialization. So what mm. I have discovered is that pastors, ministers, pastors, we deal with, and, and pastors, prophets, evangelists, you know, the fivefold ministry leaders, yeah. they deal with the spiritual. Mm. We help people to um, release people like into their callings. Yeah. But we also care in a way, pastors will pray with you and mm. care and nurture and teach you the word, okay? Yeah. And they'll send you to the counselors who may not be pastors, but they, they're also counselors in the church and say, okay, the marital counseling, you want to get married and teach you more, you know, um, help you along those lines. But the therapists who are psychotherapists, and they're Christians. This is what they study, just like the medical doctors, but they are dealing with the area of the emotions. They are dealing with the mind. So when you go and see a medical doctor and you have a wound on your arm and he says, hey, we might need to have surgery, stitch it up or whatever. Yeah. But he's not reading your mind. Mm -hmm. But the therapist and the psychologist will say, what is going on in your mind? You know, so the mind, so they are mind doctors. Mm. They help to heal that area of our lives. And pastors, ministers in church can help also because they can pray, pray over yeah. you, um, quote scriptures over you, encourage you, prophesy yeah. over you, but still encourage you to read the word of God and prophesy over yourself for maintenance because you have to read if you, a pastor prays over you and prophesy. Do you want to wait till the next Sunday where you can see him again and prophesy where you okay. one? Are you the only one? Two, you have your own Bible with you 24-7. So they yeah. jumpstart you on that journey. Like, look, every morning, read your Bible, afternoon, meditate in the Word, speak over yourself, tell yourself, I'm a child of God, I'm a chosen generation, I am the head, I'm not the tail. Okay, the enemy has no part or not in my heart and my, you know, and all that. But there are people who have studied the mind as well, the soul, the emotions, and they are able to bring their expertise you know mixed with the word of god that's why i said that those who are you might prefer those who are christian psychologists christians because mm -hmm. they know the word and they also know where the word meets what they are doing they know mm -hmm. how the mind affects us mm. so much they know that there can be pain in the mind and in the soul just like you can have pain on your toe you know yeah. and so we need to give people like that room to also do their work so that mm. Pastors will do their work as well, but sometimes yeah. you might need to refer someone to a therapist. Or if wow. someone says, you know what, I'm going to do this with a therapist. As the pastor, don't say, eh, we choice therapist. We choice therapist. <laughs> so the word of God is not enough for you. The no word therapy. of God. That's what I'm saying. You can see a Christian therapist. Yes, because if you as a pastor, then will let your member or someone that comes to you go to the hospital, mm. you know, 
and not just say, I'll pray for you. Why are you going to the hospital again? Okay, are you the one that's going to take the delivery of the baby? Okay, fine. I know some churches have, um, I don't know, maybe we don't have in that church, but maybe some churches have where they deliver children. It had better be fully equipped. It had better be fully equipped ready for CS and all those other, it had better be fully equipped. Not just, yeah, the Hebrew women are the ones that would be, there. no, it had better be a world standard hospital that yeah. you have put in that hospital, in that mm. church, not just that, just one birthing room like that, no. So again, so when your, your member comes and says, ah, Pastor Dayo, I've, I've, I've taken it. Don't you ask her, I'm not pregnant, or I'm three months gone. Olive, mm. tell me. Pastor Guy, what comes to your mind? Don't you, I do this, but I know you do it as well. Don't you, first you say, I'm happy for you. The next thing you say, have you registered for your antenatal? Why? Well, you know why? Because you are not the antenatal, you are not the doctor, you are not the one that, you don't want her to go and say, hey, I'm, I'm seeing Pastor Dio. she sees me every month, she prays over me. I'm a medical doctor. On that aspect, because that is not your purpose, you are not called to that. You are called to encourage her. You can give her scriptures, maybe the ones you used for your own childbirth, because I know you have grown children already. But I say, look, I want you to confess this is what I used and the scriptures I meditated on when I was pregnant. But I want you to register in the hospital. You might even want to tell her, come back and tell me where you have registered. For me, yeah. especially in Nigeria, I said, tell yeah. me which hospital. Mm, mm. Why that hospital? If I don't, mm. Mm, it's near my house. I said, mm. Mm. Is I'm not comfortable with it. Find yeah, another so. one, you know, and then we can get another sister in church who just delivered and say, please, can you help her find, you know, and all of that, even if we have to give money. And so that's where church comes in. That's where the beauty of being a pastor or church worker and all that. And where church administ administration comes in. This is why people give. This is why we take offering, yeah. you know, so that we can still reuse it. Yes. Not for ourselves as pastors, but reuse it for the people. So the, those who give may not even be the beneficiaries. Or you've been giving, giving, but one day you may need to benefit from it. You are low in cash and you need to be in a good hospital. And we say, mm -mm. if it's money, don't worry, we'll help you to pay for this other hospital. It's more pricey, but the church will pay. Church will help you with the difference so that we don't hear stories at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. we are all working together. Why? Because we are spirit, soul, and body. We have we spirit, soul, and body. So who is taking care of the emotions, the soul, the mind realm? And mm. pastors and ministers operate in that because we can cast out demons, demons, we can speak and take authority, even when Christians are weak to take authority over what is troubling their mind, you know. And it's not every situation is a demonic situation. And even when there's a demonic situation, sometimes there's the uncovering where when you sit with a therapist and they just basically ask questions and take you back to your youth and they've been trained to know the right questions to ask to know the right buttons to yeah. ask because they know the symptoms it's okay so you have sleepless nights okay anxiety what causes anxiety well, which mm. time my my father did he just what time my husband they say okay did you have a traumatic childhood did you, oh you are seeing your father in your husband and your husband is not your dad he wouldn't mm. hurt you like your dad they've trained they you know, so again, um, we have tools for healing. So there's prayer, there's intercession. Your pastor can pray for you. Your friend can pray for you, that prayer warrior. Because we all pray as Christians, but there's some that it is their assignment. Yes. You know, <laughs> intercession was my first calling. Yeah. was my first calling. It's still part of my calling. It's still part yes. of my calling. I mean, I'm not putting my bio, but it's still my, if I put in my bio, does that mean, okay, people should be sending me prayer points? 
So again, when let's do all we can to help people to heal yes. and even not add to their hurt. Sometimes in the body of Christ, sometimes you, all we need you to be is a listening ear mm. to mm. check up on other people, to say, hey, how are you doing? Someone comes to your mind. Check up on yes. her, check up on him. I tell people this. One day there was a lady that called me recently. Oh, no, I think I reached out to her recently. And she said, ah, ah, I wanted to call you. I've thought about you in these past few days mm. via WhatsApp. And then I said, okay, thank you. But I thought, let me make this a teaching moment. And I'll tell her mm. that. You mm. people always say, Pastor Nika, yes, God. She's on point. She, yes, God. Mm. Prophetess. I'm like, this is how it starts for me. You yes. crossed my mind once. Okay, maybe I'm mm. busy. Before the day ends, you cross my mind again. I will send you a text. text. How are you doing? Hello, yes. or just an emoji because I'd be so busy, but just like emoji, boom, boom. And yeah. then if there really is anything, the person replies, hi, thank you. Oh, I'm fine. Although I'm not too fine. And please pray with me. I'm da, 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 and all that. Yeah. Did I hear a voice from heaven? Did yeah. I hear God say, go and call my daughter, Dayo? <laughs> no, you crossed my mind. So when she said, ah, but you've been crossing my mind these few days, I've thought about you. Ah, only for, mm-hmm. to, only for me to not get a text from you. Thank you, ma. Oh. I'm like, no. When I crossed your mind twice in the past few days, why didn't you send me a text? Why did you just say, how are you doing? Just checking on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't just tease her, but it was more like, okay, but if you needed something or you were strongly maybe in a crisis, then you send me a text and say, I pray for me, I'm going through this. But then you're okay. But the only thing is that I crossed your mind and you didn't think that maybe I was not okay. Maybe mm-hmm. I would feel loved just by you saying, how are you, Matt? Just checking on you. Mm-hmm. Such texts are rare for me. Mm-hmm. I told her, it's rare. Most times when I get a WhatsApp, it's like, eh, eh, please, can I talk to you? Eh, my wife, I, need, I just know that, oh God, that's work, <laughs> you know? Very few, just say, just checking on you. No agenda, mm-hmm. don't need anything, just how are you? Mm-hmm. Those are the mm-hmm. ones that sometimes, I'm not, it's not a crime to have a need. So I said, yeah. if you had done that, that would have nourished my soul so much because you'd be like, I've been waiting for mm, the next request and then no request is coming. It's just like, I'm just checking on you. I'm like, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. 